welcome to the Essential Astrocast. I'm Veronica Peretti, astrologer, yoga teacher, and Real Housewives historian. Each week, I give you a peek into the heavens so you can harness the energy of the planets up there and dictate your fate down here on Earth. Hey guys, Veronica Peretti here, and I am so happy to be back with you for the Essential Astrocast this week. Now, first I want to say, remember last week when I told you to take a nap? I really hope you did. This is a very, very, very big week. Astrologically, there's so much happening. So I want to dive right into it. And the main thing that you want to keep your eyes peeled for this week are the two main things are Thursday we have Mercury going retrograde in the sign of Cancer. And on very early morning Sunday, like right after midnight and late Saturday on the Pacific coast, East coast time, right after midnight, Sunday morning, you're going to have the new moon solar eclipse. West coast time, it's going to be very late on Saturday night. So the solar eclipse is coming. Solar eclipse, basically what that means is it's a new moon that happens very close to the nodes, the nodes of fate. So we talked about the nodes of fate a couple of weeks ago because we had our first eclipse of eclipse season. Eclipse season is three eclipses this year. Usually sometimes we get two, sometimes we get three. So we had an eclipse two weeks ago. It was a lunar eclipse because it happened on a full moon and the full moon occurred close to the nodes. And that one was the opening of a new series of eclipses that will last for another two years. This eclipse is, and the next one, they are closing aspects. They are closing down a series that started in 2018. So what does an eclipse really mean? Well, it means that the new moon, the moon is dark. So when the moon and the sun come together every month, that's the new moon because the moon reflects the sun's light. So the moon is actually between us on earth and the sun. So this new moon solar eclipse is going to be with the moon really, really far away so that in some parts of the world, it's going to appear like there's a ring of fire around the moon from our vantage point on Earth. Now, in North America, we're not going to see that. There are other parts of the world that will see that. This particular solar eclipse is happening at zero degrees Cancer. Now, zero degrees Cancer is what we call in astrology the world point. That means that it is really flipping major. The world point is that cardinal axis that impacts Cancer, Capricorn, Aries, Libra. Those are the signs that are cardinal signs. They lead us. They start things. They get things going. They are the ones that go first and the rest of us follow, right? So there's something about this solar eclipse that's happening on the world point at zero degrees cancer, which is really going to give us all pause. It's really going to give us I really think, I mean, I don't know because I don't, I'm not in the business of predictions. Astrology is not predictions. Astrology is studying the patterns, the cycles, and using them as tools so that we can gain a deeper knowing of our own selves. And when we gain a deeper knowing of our own selves, we interact with the world with more compassion, 
more kindness, more love. My feeling is that this solar eclipse will probably bring quite a few surprises. We might not even know all the surprises that are actually occurring until the next new moon in Cancer, which is in one month. So this is the other crazy thing about this new moon solar eclipse. There are two new moons in Cancer. So generally, we only have one new moon in each sign per year and one full moon in each sign per year. This year, we get two new moons in Cancer. One of them is a solar eclipse, one is not. So what this tells me is that there is something about this part of your chart, wherever Cancer is in your chart, there is something about this part of your chart that you really have to pay attention. There's probably a story that you are wrapping up this summer in this part of your chart. Now, collectively, Cancer is the divine mother. Collectively, Cancer rules our immediate family and our home, whatever home means to you, whatever feels like home to you. Eclipses generally unearth the unexpected. They bring surprises. They activate change. They're like a pressure cooker forcing us to get activated and make the change to become the person we're going to be. And we get two rounds of them every year. So as we say in astrology, you don't really set, do rituals for eclipses. You don't do manifestation rituals or set intentions because the moon and the sun, the luminaries, their light is being blocked. The moon is literally blocking the light of the sun from reaching earth. Now we might not experience that visually here in the States again, but other people in the world will feel it. So when we're not fully seeing the luminaries, the moon and the sun, there's something being hidden. We're unearthing the shadow side. So that's what eclipses do. They bring us in touch with our shadow side. And collectively, as society, we are being put in touch with our shadow side right now. We see what's going on with the Black Lives Matter movement. We see what's going on with voter suppression. We see what's going on with the lacking in our healthcare system, the hospitals doing everything they can to not be overrun, and our general society not really totally supporting the way they need to so that the hospitals don't get overrun and people not taking the threat seriously and some people taking it so seriously that they're, you know, depressed because they haven't been seeing anyone. There's so many cracks in the system. And, you know, I read something this week that COVID has revealed the cracks in our society and in so many industries, right? So you can look at it from the microcosm of how it's impacting your industry, how it's impacting your work, how it's impacting your relationships, and then take that and blow it out to the macrocosm. It is revealing all of the cracks across our society, across the world. It's revealing the cracks in the way that countries speak to one another and how we work together. How much more powerful would we be if the whole, not only the whole country, but the whole globe got on the same page about how to deal with this, right? We would probably eradicate it a whole lot more quickly. So I'm on a tangent. I'm going to rein myself back in, but I just wanted to share that eclipses in general do this. Eclipses show us the cracks. Eclipses show us the shadow side, but they also give us an amazing opportunity to put one foot in front of the other in a different way. 
to make the change, to wake up tomorrow and do it differently than you did it yesterday, because now you know. Once you see the shadow, you can actually do what you need to do to make the change to go forward in a different way. So a lot of people out there are doing the work. A lot of people are looking at their own thought systems, what they believe, how they believe it, what are they reading, where are they getting their information. Remember, we're still in Gemini season. There's not only two stories, there's multiple stories. And we really, really, really have to do the work of grounding ourselves so we don't get pulled in too many directions. We really have to do the work of connecting with our intuition. Now, I've talked a little bit about the eclipse. I want to talk about Mercury retrograde. Mercury is entering its retrograde phase. It happens three to four times a year. You know it well. Everyone on Instagram will be talking about it. Now, Mercury gets a rap for being like messing with technology, messing with communication, don't sign contracts. You know all the usual Mercury retrograde stuff. This Mercury retrograde is happening in Cancer, which means that this is an emotional retrograde. Now, we had a Mercury retrograde in Pisces not that long ago. So you might remember, and before that, Scorpio, we're having this series of Mercury retrogrades happening in water signs predominantly. So you know, you've been through this already. You've worked with this. The Mercury retrograde, when it happens in the water signs, it really brings up all of our emotional patterns. It brings up all of our emotional junk that's hiding below the surface. Just like the eclipses are going to show us the shadow side, the Mercury retrograde is going to have us review all of the emotions, all of the stuff that's come up since the beginning of June, because Mercury is going to be retrograde. Right now it's stopping as I speak. And on Thursday of this week, it will turn around and go retrograde. And it will stay in cancer for this retrograde cycle and will only be going back to five degrees. So you're going to really experience a review of everything that has come up since the beginning of June. So, you know, what's been going on in June for you? Pay attention to that because that stuff's going to be coming back up for you for the next three plus weeks because Mercury retrograde is going to be about, I think, 23, 24 days this year. Usually it's three weeks, 21 days, but it'll be a little bit longer this month. So we've got that going on this week. That starts on Thursday, the 18th. Thursday's a big day. The big stuff this week is happening later in the week. Thursday is a big day because we have that Mercury retrograde. We also have Mars sextile Pluto on Thursday. We also have a long day of a void moon. So if I were to tell you to pick a day this week to really clear out your calendar and try to keep things super, super easy, Thursday is the day. With this Mercury retrograde period, it's a little bit of a double whammy retrograde because we still have Venus retrograde. So in case you've forgotten, Venus is retrograde in the sign of Gemini, which means that we've probably been having a lot of communication or miscommunication in our relationships. We've probably been dealing with our own value, how we make money, how we bring value to other people. What do we value in our relationships? These are the kinds of things we're thinking about. How do we communicate in relationships? These are all things that are on the table of Venus retrograde and Gemini. So we've been experiencing that for weeks already. And now we're going to be experiencing that for about a week 
a continuation of Venus in retrograde in Gemini for about a week while Mercury is retrograding Cancer. So they're going to be retrograde together for the next week from this Thursday through next Thursday. So it'll be very interesting to see what comes up. My guess is you're going to have a lot of old stuff coming up in your relationships because Cancer rules our family. So even if your family's not around, your emotional patterns, your triggers, and your mommy issues and your daddy issues, they're still playing out in your relationships today with your friends, with your partner, maybe with your business partner, maybe with your coworkers, maybe with your boss. So that stuff's going to come up. My best advice for you is know that this is going to be emotionally fueled communication for the next three to four weeks. It can be very passive aggressive. Mercury and cancer can be passive aggressive. I'm sorry for all the mercury and cancers out there. You can be a little passive aggressive. It is just the way it is, you know, like Aries is aggressive aggressive. <laughs> Capricorn is a little bit uh, detached aggressive. <laughs> Libra's not so aggressive, probably more on the passive aggressive, if anything. Cancer can be passive aggressive. So expect that. Know that people are going to be slinging those passive aggressive swords and sending that energy towards you. Those people who are not tuned into astrology, who are not listening to this podcast right now. And if you come out with some of that passive aggressive behavior, just note like, oh, I remember Veronica said that Mercury is retrograding cancer and I should watch that. So here's the thing. One of my former teachers, she used to say, people always pray for wisdom. And then when they get it, they say, why do I have to be the wise one? So think about this. Remember the old adage about being the bigger person. You're listening to this podcast because you are the wise one. Be the bigger person. Earlier this week, I had a really hard conversation with someone. You know, one of my friends is sort of down the rabbit hole of some really dangerous thinking. And as I was listening to her spouting conspiracy theories, I really had to do my best to hold my center, to stay grounded, even though my stomach was literally churning and hurting from listening to her and listen and not listen. Like I want to believe this, but listen, like what's going on here. That's making her go down this rabbit hole. What's really behind this. And people are hurting right now. People are really having a hard time. And I have to say, I know we all are struggling. We're at home. We're like fed up with our families, but people that are living alone and quarantining alone, they're having a really tough time. So if you have someone in your life that is living alone and going through this alone, I encourage you to reach out to them. Just say, Hey, I'm thinking about you and give them a call. And even if they're talking crazy conspiracy theories, like my friend, see if you can find some compassion to listen and try to hear what's going on underneath that. And that is the beauty of Mercury retrograde in Cancer. It's going to give us an opportunity to listen from a place of compassion. It's going to give us an opportunity to clear up the junk in our relationships so that we can have clearer 
more honest communication going forward. But in the meantime, it's going to be messy. And in the meantime, it's going to be emotional. And it also might just be a lot of misunderstandings. Because when we communicate from an emotional place, we're not necessarily being as clear because we're not using logic. Hey, did you know that I have an astro-obsessed girls club that is waiting to welcome you? Yep, it's called the Luminary League, and we meet every full moon for a live workshop online. We talk astrology, do a little meditation, a writing exercise, and then, wait, this is the best part, I do mini readings for a few women right there in the virtual room. Ever wonder how the full moon is impacting your chart personally? Well, now you don't have to. I also send out a new moon ritual every month to all the members. So it's kind of like having your own personal astrologer in your back pocket. Come on over to veronicaparetti.com astrology to learn more and to sign up. So note that, that relationships or even beyond relationships, you're not thinking as clearly as you might want to be. Mercury in cancer means that Mercury is answering to the moon because the moon rules cancer. And the moon changes signs every two to three days. So that means that we're going to be moody, this Mercury retrograde. It's going to be a little bit of a rough ride. So like the eclipse that's coming on Sunday, I want you to remember that you don't have to make any decisions right now. And it was funny. My fiance and I were talking about something with our wedding, which is supposed to happen in January fingers crossed, depending on what happens with COVID and all of that. So we're in New York city, so we'll see. But, you know, we were talking about a wedding thing and I was like, no, we have to make the decision. We have to do it right now. I was being all very Aries about it. Cause I have a ton of Aries. I've got three personal planets in Aries. And he said, it's okay. Let's wait two weeks. Let's wait a month. We don't have to decide today. We can wait a month. And he doesn't know anything about astrology and he does not listen to this podcast and he doesn't know that it's eclipse season, even though I've probably mentioned it, probably mentioned it a million times, but he doesn't know that. But that is sage advice that he gave me and I'm going to give it to you. You don't have to make a decision right now. Wait a month because a month from now we will be exiting eclipse season. This new moon in Cancer that's happening as a solar eclipse on Sunday will have another new moon in Cancer a month from then. And that new moon in Cancer will bring a lot more clarity. This new moon, solar eclipse, lacks clarity. There is so much that is hidden and below the surface. And mind you, last week we talked about Neptune a ton. We had a very Neptunian week. You might still be in the haze and the fog of Neptune because Neptune is actually slowing down to retrograde next week. Now, I don't want to freak you out because here's the thing. Outer planets retrograde for half the year. I am not a worrier about the outer planets retrograding at all. But you do feel them most potently when they station to move direct or reverse. And so when a planet stations, it slows down and comes to an almost stop. Now, this is all an optical illusion from here on Earth, but still, as astrologers, we find that there are patterns to how this makes us feel. And that is what 
I talk about every week on this podcast. So we are feeling that hazy Neptune and we're going to feel it more as this week goes on into next week. So if things are feeling hazy, if you're not sure, if clarity is just not here, if you are like, what am I going to do next? Where am I moving to? Now that's a big theme going on right now too with a lot of people, which I'll talk about. Give yourself the freedom to say, hey, I can decide in a month. Totally cool. All right. So the other thing about Mercury retrograde in Cancer, as well as this solar eclipse in Cancer, is that home is a big thing we're talking about. And so what's really interesting is that this axis, the Cancer Capricorn axis, we've had eclipses on this axis since 2018. So this is a closing of this story that's been going on for you since 2018, which is really interesting because a lot of people, while these eclipses have been going on since 2018, every time the eclipse comes around on this axis, people move. Everybody I'm talking to is thinking about moving or they're moving. COVID has made everyone move. So many people have gone to live with their families or they've been quarantined with an ex or they've been quarantined with a friend or they've been quarantined. You know, people have been not living as they normally would. The idea of home has changed for so many of us. And even more so, so many of us, especially those of us in big cities like New York, are thinking, why do we live in these big cities? Should we live in the suburbs? So many people are having that conversation. Again, I say, you don't have to make a decision today. Get through the retrogrades. Get through the eclipse season. This stuff is going to bring up a lot of stuff that you didn't know was there emotionally. It's going to bring a lot of surprises in terms of what other people do. So don't make a decision. It's okay to hold off. It's okay to just take a beat and decide in a month. Okay. I feel like I've talked enough about that. All of this stuff is going to give us opportunities to clean up and fix things from the past and make them better. So don't forget that these are blessings. These are gifts. While retrogrades and eclipses are really challenging, they push us to grow. And growth is most often not comfortable. So the solstice, this is really interesting. So summer solstice and the new moon and the solar eclipse are all happening at the same time. So Saturday this week, the sun moves into Cancer. And then right after midnight on Sunday, we have the new moon solar eclipse. So summer solstice is Saturday because summer solstice is always uh, the day that the sun moves into Cancer just like the spring equinox is the day that the sun moves into Aries. Again, we're talking about cardinal axis. The cardinal axis, zero world point, we talked about that earlier. The cardinal axis, those are the, the times in the year where the season changes, where we move into a new season, where we start fresh. So this solar eclipse, this new moon, is giving us a feeling of starting fresh, but it's more of a releasing energy, in my opinion, only because the next two eclipses are really wrapping up a series. And this is old stuff, you know? This axis of Cancer Capricorn, I feel like I've been talking about it for so long now. It's the patriarchy. It's the old way of doing things. It's moving away from the hierarchy and moving toward the Divine Mother collaborative energy. That is the 
esoteric thing that's happening right now. You see it happening in the streets, you know, taking power away from the authority, taking power away from the hierarchies and giving it to the people. This is something we've been seeing happen in our society in some shape, right? And you're seeing the people in the streets as you see the protesters. And I think my political views are pretty clear from this podcast. I don't have to explain that to you, but you're seeing the protesters in the streets. They're giving each other face masks. They're all wearing face masks. They have hand sanitizer with them. They're taking care of one another. And that is the energy of this cancer. That's the the collective energy of cancer. We take care of one another. We're a community. We're a family. So that's what we've been moving into for this whole two-year cycle. And this is a culmination of that energy. So let's do the week and wrap it up. The moon's in Aries early this week, so Monday, Tuesday, or Monday rather. And then Tuesday, Wednesday, the moon's in Taurus. Wednesday, the moon and Uranus meet up, which can make us feel a little bit anxious, maybe a little electrified, maybe really illuminated. Our brains are going to be powered up. Thursday, the moon is void all void all day, which basically means you want to chill out. The void moon means the moon's not talking to other planets. It's a great time to just chill out, meditate, rest, binge Netflix, journal, swim, take a bath, whatever. Take it easy. That is the day that Mercury goes retrograde. And Mars is also going to be sextiling Pluto. So that day is a day where you might really find yourself in a fight because Mars sextile Pluto, that's a lot of power struggle, not power struggle. You know, sextiles are actually positive forces, but there's going to be so much pent up emotional energy with that Mercury retrograde in cancer that it really could explode. The other thing though, is that it could make you really focused. So Mars and Pluto, when they work together, they can make you feel like you're on fire. They can make you feel like, yes, I can do it. I am focused. I'm ready to take this on. The thing is Mars is in Pisces. So he's kind of a whiner right now too. He's also in his own little sad, emotional place. So the two of that, yeah, it's, it's going to be a little bit tough, but you know, if you can use that energy to do something focused, that's great. But again, the moon is void and we've got the retrograde and all that. So Thursday, in my opinion, is a day to take it easy. Friday. So this is interesting. On Friday, the sun is going to be at 29 degrees Gemini. Whenever a planet is at 29 degrees, it is the most potent experience of that sign. And 29 degrees Sagittarius is actually what they call the acumen, the center of the universe or the center of the Milky Way. I forgot. I have to look into that because I want to talk about that this weekend for the Luminary League, which if you're not in the Luminary League, you should join us because we're going to do a solar eclipse workshop on Sunday. So this, in my opinion, on Friday, when the sun comes to the 29 degrees of Gemini, it's going to meet up with the North Node in Gemini at 29 degrees opposite the south node at 29 degrees Sagittarius, which is that point that we call acumen. And it is going to illuminate the path forward. You might get glimpses of where you're going on Friday. Okay. The moon is also going to meet up with Venus, which means that we're going to be feeling that Venus retrograde on Friday. Pay attention to what's coming up around money and relationships on Friday. 
On Saturday, the sun moves to Cancer, and Mars is going to sextile Jupiter, which can make us a little bit um, indulgent. Whenever Jupiter is involved, we can be a little indulgent. Mars can be a little bit aggressive. Jupiter can be a little indulgent. Between the two of them, you might your ego might be riding high this week. Between Mars meeting up with Pluto and Mars meeting up with Jupiter, you might really be in your ego. So you really want to check that. Mercury retrograding Cancer is going to be a good. Um, we're going to get a good ego bruising. So if you can practice keeping your ego in check this week, you will be faring quite nicely for the rest of the retrograde. On Sunday, we're going to have that new moon solar eclipse. And I'll talk more about this when I'll talk probably more about it next week on the podcast, but I'll also talk about it in our workshop on Sunday for those of you in the Luminary League. And this is going to be a very intense eclipse. And that's really all I can say. I mean, I don't know what to expect. I'm interested to see how I feel come the weekend personally, but I think that we're going to have a lot of surprises cropping up, some that we might not even know about until a month later. The rising planet in the chart of this particular solar eclipse is that Venus retrograde in Gemini, and the new moon takes place in the second house of the chart. All of that is to say that I think this is going to have a lot to do with money, a lot to do with how you feel about yourself, your own self-worth. Now, this is what I always talk about the collective. Where it's activating your own personal chart is going to be a lot more accurate as to what's coming up for you. But I do think this is going to have us considering what we value, who we value, and how we want to be valued. And those are all Venus retrograde things that we've been working with for the past few weeks. So it's going to be a continuation of that, but it might have a lot more to do with your family dynamic, your home life. It might have a lot to do with some of the triggers and the stuff that you've been holding on to since childhood from your parents because cancer, again, immediate family stuff. So that's what's going on this week. It's a lot, I know. I jumped around a ton. I hope it was easy to follow. And um, if you have any questions, you know where to find me. I hang out on Instagram a ton. So come on over there and say hello. Feel free to DM me. You can find me at Veronica Peretti. It's just my name. Two, two R's, two T's, no dots, no spaces, no underscores. And um, the other thing I'm trying to do a good job of on Instagram stories is share with you where the moon is as it changes every few days. Because right now, with all this cancer energy, we're going, we are and we're going to be really feeling the phases of the moon even more than we normally do. So come on over to Instagram, join me on stories and check in with that. And that's all I got for you. Stay safe, be well, take care of yourself. Remember that the most important thing for you to do is be the wise one, be the one with compassion, be the bigger person, open your ears, listen, try to hear what the person is saying underneath what they're actually saying if that makes sense. Or maybe you're trying to hear for what they're actually saying underneath what they're saying. That's what I meant to say. And the other thing, do not put pressure on yourself. You don't have to make a decision right now. In fact, I would say, 
If you can avoid making a decision and allow it to wait one more month, do that. Collect your information. See what the universe has in store for you. See what other people are saying. See what other people are doing. See how things play out. Sometimes it's really helpful to just approach life as a fun game. See what's next. What's happened on the next level. This whole year has been like, we get through one level and now we're on the next level and we were in the enchanted forest and now we're in the ring of fire and now we're in the ocean and now we're in the sky. It's like, you know, if you've ever played like Super Mario Brothers or anything when you were a kid, I haven't played video games in so long, so I don't know what the levels look like. Zelda, you know, that's the stuff that I played when I was a kid. Every level, it's like a new world. Every level, there's new challenges. And so this is the same You know, this is a year of up-leveling. This is a year where every month, every few weeks, we have a new challenge. So see if you can approach it that way and have fun with it. See what the universe has in store for you. Take a deep breath, pause, and then respond. I hope that's helpful as always. Lots of love to you guys, and I'll talk to you next week. Thanks for listening. I'll talk to you next week. Oh, and if you liked the show, please take a moment to leave a review. It will help more people just like you use astrology to dictate their own fate.